it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Hi, this is Scott Sullivan, and you are listening to Sales with Sully. Thank you so much for tuning in. Every single week, I take some of your questions, comments, concerns that I get off of the internet, email, Twitter, all the different ways people are getting a hold of me, and I take that information and I turn it into a weekly show and try and answer some of your questions. I also, because I have 30 years of experience in sales and marketing, I try and put a little bit of humor and spin on it just so that you can hear just a little bit about uh, who I am and, and what I do. This week is no exception to that rule. <laughs> the title of this week's episode is, For God's Sakes, You Have Two Ears and One Mouth for a Reason. Well, that is title comes from an old adage that my grandfather used to say to me all the time. He said, Scott, God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. And it didn't take me long to understand, even though I am from Kentucky, it didn't take me long to understand that he meant you should be listening twice as much as you are talking. I'm not 100% sure that's always right, but in this particular case, if you're in a sales uh, position or if you are uh, trying to convince somebody of uh, maybe changing their attitude or changing their belief, then you're going to have to be able to listen. There was a phrase that was coined a few years back, and I'm sure that if you're in the sales business right now, if you're a professional salesperson, whether you're just starting your career or you're an old uh, grizzly veteran like myself, then you've probably heard this phrase, and it was called active listening. Well, in preparation for this particular episode, I had gotten probably 10 or 12 tweets over the last couple of months asking me about active listening, the the art of listening, the lost art of listening, trying to you know get some information and, and also spurring some conversations. So I decided to do an entire episode on it. And I started to do some research. And I found out that active listening actually comes out of the counseling and out of the, the, the world of I don't want to say mental health because that's not really the the right uh, the right terminology, but coming from you know giving people guidance and counseling in a professional manner, the you know therapy and talk therapy and active listening. The term actually started to uh, uh, be created to say. This is something that you concentrate on, you actually listen intently, and you lean in and actually concentrate on what's being said for better understanding from a patient if you're if you're engaged in active listening as a therapist you're you're understanding you're not concentrating on what you're going to say there's no response mechanism you're you're actually concentrating on every word and you're taking that information in and that became active listening well the sales industry kind of picked up on it over the years and they've started saying well you need to be actively listening paying attention is what my my uh, sixth grade teacher used to say scott pay attention 
And I think what she was saying was, stop talking to the people around you and look forward and and listen to what's going on. (laughs) So, but active listening as it developed may or may not have the exact, uh, it may not fit exactly in its clinical definition into sales. But it is, uh, it's a good thing to, to know, at least that uh, you are paying attention. I don't suggest that when you know, you're hanging on every word of a prospect or somebody that you're talking to in a conversation, or if you're giving a presentation and then asking for feedback or questions, I'm not 100% sure that that type of intensity and that type of concentration would come through as well as you would expect that it might. So active listening, although it has been adapted and and adopted over the years uh, to the sales profession, I'm I want to talk about some of the other types of listening that are also going on uh, that I have done some research on. So the next one that I came across uh, when I was doing my research is not only do we have active listening, but we also have appreciative listening had no idea this is something that is brand new to me Uh, when i started doing this this research i found out that there were all types of uh listening all all types of behavior and all types of names that are describing types of behavior when it came to listening and the one that jumped out at me really uh quickly was appreciative listening and appreciative listening is when you're listening for one specific or one particular thing so you could be engaged in a conversation with a prospect or or someone that you're you know having a uh, sales relationship with and you're waiting for that particular word or that particular phrase that is appreciative listening and it doesn't mean that oh hey scott you're super handsome that could be appreciative listening meaning that you're listening for that particular compliment but it could also mean that appreciative listening could also mean that you're waiting for a particular phrase like well you know i really like the horsepower this car has now all of a sudden that could be a buying signal that we call or the term that we use in the sales industry is a buying signal so appreciative listening although not directly related to active listening is also something that could be utilized and implemented into your sales into your sales presentation into your sales you know mantra into your sales uh, behavior because that appreciative listening is really important because you are listening for those particular phrases you could be you know just talking around something or have you ever been in a conversation this is the analogy that I used the other day when I was talking to a colleague have you ever been in a conversation and someone says a particular word that spurred a memory or a thought from you? So they mentioned a lyric or a, a quote from a movie. It immediately takes you to that scene in your brain. You immediately jump to either that movie, that song, where you were when that song was playing it immediately invoked a memory that is appreciative listening because you heard it and it did something right it it triggered something so that that was really impressive to me when i started doing some research into the different types of listening the next one that came that i came across which i thought was very interesting also was it's called dialogic 
so like dialogue but a dialogic listening and it's it's just as exactly what it sounds it's just having a casual informal conversation with exchange of information and words in a rhythmic pattern that is you talk for a few minutes you listen for a few minutes you talk for a few minutes so it's that it's that dialogue that you are actually having with someone. So if you're sitting on a plane and you say, you know, hi, what's your name? You know, I'm Scott, what's your name? That's that's a dialogic type of listening. You're listening for that piece of information to continue on with the dialogue. It's not specific to a particular word or phrase, and it's usually also uh, not very memorable. So one of the things that I read during my research was that a dialogic uh, listening is not one of those where it embeds itself deep into your memory. It's very short-term memory, and it sits right up on the very top of your of your memory, and it disappears pretty quickly because what the listen that type of listening is is you know hi my name is scott you know hi what's yours all of a sudden it just kind of disappears you have to concentrate if there's a piece of information that you want to remember and you have to store it into into your a long-term memory file and what that means is that's why one of the things i thought was very interesting is that's why a lot of people can't remember names because it's a dialogic type of listening they're not actively listening they're not concentrating they're not looking for or being appreciative type of listeners where they're listening for that name and they're storing it and they have no particular methodology to actually store that name into their long-term memory which are techniques that you can learn and that was really for me was really eye-opening because I've heard so many people say well I just have such a hard time remembering people's names or I can remember their face but boy putting a name I just can't put a name with that face and that's because of the type of listening that we were doing when the persons actually used their name. Hi, I'm Scott. Hi, I'm Joe. Is a dialogic type of listening, and it's just very, very shallow, and it's not in the deep, long-term memory. The next type of, of listening that I found was informational or informative listening. It, it not only does it it's pretty self-explanatory it's about exchanging information or it's about delivering information but that type of listening if you are a inf informational listener then you are seeking understanding you are seeking to understand the person that is giving uh the information so it it I, the best analogy I can use is is a college professor standing in front of the room giving a lecture. You are in informational type of listening mode. You're taking notes, possibly. You're listening to the information. You're capturing the emphasis. You're listening. It, it's a type of active listening because you're also concentrating on things that are nonverbal cues in some cases, but mostly tonality. and. And, tem and timber and the things that are happening during the course of the information as it's being shared because from that 
your brain is sifting through that and saying that must be important because they emphasize that word or that must be important because there was a pause right before it or so your brain is taking that information and and seeking to understand the underlying you know information that is being shared I thought that was so interesting as I was as I was reading up on all these different types of, of listening. And then the one that I think probably best suits uh, the sales profession, I saved for last, and it, it was actually called workplace listening. And this is a relatively new phenomenon. It has come out uh, just in the last decade. There's been a whole series of, of uh, professionals that come out of the counseling and, and come out of uh, the psychological uh, realms and also in the uh, schools of psychiatry. And they have come up with the term called workplace listening. And workplace listening is sort of, and I'm, I'm very, very highly generalizing here, but it has become sort of the all of the above kind of wrapped in together because workplace, not only is it sometimes active listening because you actually have to pay attention, sometimes it's you know informational because you're actually listening to your boss or a colleague deliver informational, sometimes it's dial- <laughs> dialogic because you're just having a conversation at the water cooler, but still exchanging information, and there could be some information regarding the workplace, but it's about nonverbal cues because when you're in a conference room and someone is you know giving information there's also nonverbal cues if you're in a sales setting those nonverbal cues are also very very important but it's about perception and it's about interpretation and evaluation and action that are related to the listening that you're doing so your brain in a workplace mode Sometimes this is because you just happen to go to an office building, and when you walk in, your brain knows you're now in workplace listening mode, which could be any of the above. Sometimes you're going to sit down and you're going to have to be very active listening because you're going to have to understand and concentrate and make absolutely sure that you're capturing every single you know, syllable exactly the way it's supposed to be. But you're gaining perception what you're trying to do is you're trying to say okay I'm, I'm hearing what this person is saying but am I understanding what they really mean and then how am I interpreting that information from all those different things the nonverbal cues from the rest of the people in the room maybe the nonverbal cues from the person that's actually speaking the the context in which it's it's being delivered the information that is actually being delivered how are how am i as a uh, employee or a boss or a manager interpreting all of that information and then i have to evaluate everything that was said i have to process it very quickly and then i have to finally take action what are the actions i need to do do i need to respond is there something that i need to do right now because uh you know sally just said something and is that something i need to to react to or to respond to do i use a nonverbal cue do i actually you know engage in a dialogue and then actually say something so this workplace listening to me was fascinating i i was just amazed at how we've evolved as listeners i've always heard active listening as you know something that was 
attached to and working with uh, sales and sales professionals for a lot of years, but I never quite understood all of these other types. I'm, I think I've probably subconsciously engaged in them, and I think I knew what the, that there were different types of listening, but I didn't know that there was a name or a label for them. But I always, you know, used to go back to, you know, when my grandfather, when I was a kid, and my grandfather would say, you know, Scott, God gave you two ears and a mouth for a reason, which he very literally translated into, you should be listening a whole lot more than you're talking he was the master of and and i know you you have all probably experienced this but he was the master of that silence you know you ask him a question and instead of just blurting out an answer or thinking about in advance what he was going to say and then just saying it there was that you know long pause and then he would take that pause and he would turn that into not, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but there was a moment there where it got your attention and then he would give you an answer. And that brings me to next week's episode. Next week's episode, we are going to actually be talking about the pause. We're going to be talking about the power of that pause. A lot of people call it the pregnant pause, and we're going to talk about why and uh, some of the reasons behind that for next week. But I hope you have enjoyed listening to uh, Sales with Sully this week because we've talked about listening. And I think the bottom line comes down to is whatever you call it, if you call it active listening, appreciative type of listening, dialogic, informational, or workplace listening, I think the, the key still comes down to the old adage is that you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. So as a sales professional, I am going to say one of the skills that has taken me most of my life to learn and i'm still not very proficient at it and that is learning when to be quiet when to actually listen actively versus all of these other types of listening and when to actually speak so if i can give you one piece of advice this week on sales with sully is start working on your listening now pay attention to the world around you that is happening in sound Make sure that you keep your eyes wide open, too, because those nonverbal cues are really important. But that's we're going to save that for another episode. But keep listening. Keep listening actively or appreciatively, dialogically, or maybe with information that you're trying to get. And it could be that you're using it right in the workplace. So until next week, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Scott Sullivan. I'm your host of Sales with Sully. And every single week right here on Inspired News Radio, I answer your questions and your comments. I take all of the information that you send me over social media. You can reach me at Sales with Sully on Twitter and Instagram, of course. LinkedIn is real easy to find me. Friend me on Facebook. I would really appreciate that. That's all of those are Sales with Sully right here on Inspired News Radio. So until next week, Keep selling. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.